0: Blog Talk Radio
1: This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons leaders entertainers motivational speakers authors life coaches relationship experts social advocates and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves their experiences and share their unfiltered thoughts about life and views. I believe in stripping the lives and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences so let's keep it i'm uncensored, i'm scripted, i'm censored, and i'm caught. you're welcome to today's episode My name is Alex Okorji, and I am broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, at the heart of Africa. Yay! Now guess what? You're welcome to another Friday Radio Special. And yes, you know, this week, I said this week on radio, uh, we're featuring two very special guests, both of who are using their art and their media, you know, their platform, basically, as a medium of expression to help other people find their voice. And, of course, on Talk Wednesday, I had a very special guest, um, American author, speaker, and relationship educator, Roland Hines. He was here on the show, and we talked about, you know, finding your voice through the Silent Scream. And, of course, Silent Scream is a project that is very close to his heart, and we, he basically shared quite a little bit of uh, wisdom and information on the show, and it was very illuminated to hear him speak about those who are broken, you know, the people who are broken and are going through all sorts of um, um, abuse, emotional abuse, mutilation, molestation, or whatever it is, you know, and how basically the Silence Scream as a support group is helping people, you know, in the U.S. Um, and all over the world, basically, um, Float their way to the top, and so today on Friday Radio Special, I'm very excited about you know um, speaking with my guest on the show today. Uh, oh my God, I, you know, just before I get into today's show, first of all, uh, how about we say hello to our friends at Evolution Magazine? Um, Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life, and of course, um, giving your hair a voice. And you can find them at www. com. And, of course, our friends at the Tony Okoroji Store. Yes, it's all about A-class intellectual property, uh, you know, A-class books, music, movies, um, top-notch events, and all of that. And you can find them at www.tonyokoroji.com. And, of course, our friends at QTB Entertainment and Events. It's all about... Uh, the first-class, uh, A-class entertainment and events company, and you can find them at www.qtbevents.com. Okay, that was a mouthful. <laughs> okay, guys, so, you know, what's been happening between, you know, last time I spoke with you on Wednesday and, of course, today on Friday Radio Special, and we've been talking about so much. Now, have you gotten a copy of my book, The Naked Truth Live Strip? Yes, you can get it at my official website. You can go to me and click on book, and you can download um, – copy of my new book and let me get let me tell you what the reviews are awesome and of course you can get the same book you can get it at Amazon or iBooks or bands and nobles or any of your favorite online uh, retail book stores yes so um, what uh, yeah let's see what happened um on the show I received so many messages first of all thank thank you so much for all your emails you guys keep sending me a lot of love you know ideas suggestions and, you know, yeah, basically a lot of stuff, and I wish I could, you know, reply all of those emails. I'm sorry I can't, but you know how you know how, how I feel about you. I just wanted to let you know that I get them, and I appreciate them. And please keep them coming. Please keep them coming. I'm going to find time to reply every single one I get. You know how it will take a bit of time, but I'm going to make sure that I try and reply every single email I get. So thank you so much for your contributions and for supporting this. And, yes, i are almost a year old. Yay. So, yes, on the show today we're going to be talking about advocacy through the i other lens, with our guest Chetamata. Now, if you know anyone who needs to get their body right here on the show, start you know start tweeting at them, reminding them, whatever you need to, do, whatever effort they need to do because they need to join this conversation right now. And don't forget, we're syndicating all over your internet radio. So yes, we're on iTunes as well, we're on TuneIn, and we're on Stitcher. So if you miss the live show, you can catch the podcast right here um, on this radio channel here on Block Talk Radio or on iTunes or on Stitcher uh, and on TuneIn Radio. And don't forget, please leave a review, um, drop a comment, and share with your friends. So, yes, today on TNT 037, in a world filled with frivolous content, no presence of mind, and a shorter attention span, so many filmmakers are known to create works that purely entertain their audience. With no underlying message, and while that isn't exactly a crime, others have harmed their storytelling craft towards educating and using the lens as their medium for advocacy.
0: And of course,
1: multiple award-winning filmmaker Jetta Amata is one of those who understands the impact of telling the right stories to effect change in society. As he continues to use his art as an awareness platform to tell the stories of those, have no voice and guess what I'm very very excited Um just before you know you know let's not let's not waste so much time because I've got a very long conversation to go with um, I like to get my guests right in on the show hi Jetta
2: hi Alex
1: <laughs> hi how it, are you Jetta? It was,
2: I'm good it was difficult just listening to you just hear you talk say so many great things about me and not have to say something like, hey, anything, I'm... <laughs> like I'm
1: here. <laughs> um, you know what, you're going to have, trust me, you have enough time to say as much stuff as you want to say. Meanwhile, I need to say something. It's very uncanny how you sound. You sound so much like somebody else. I'm going to tell you something. You know, I was going to say that sometime. I was like, oh, my God, he sounds like somebody I know, some other person I know.
2: I don't know if anybody some has other person you that. You anymore. know, Alex, are you serious? Are you
0: kidding me? <laughs> Some of the person, person you know. probably know as well. <laughs> oh, great. But, That's fantastic.
1: And I'm telling you, that I'll probably tell you that, you know, as we go uh, into the show. But you know what? First things first. Um, how's the weather where you are? How's the weather in California?
2: Well, California is like, um, it's warm. It's um sometimes it's as good as Nigeria, <laughs> yeah. But um <laughs> but then in the evenings it's cool. It's like i um, being in just or um being at the Obudu cattle ranch. It gets really nice oh, and wow. cool. So um but it's almost it's always sunny here. That's that's it all all year round. It's mm. nice and sunny. So it's great. It's a great place to be in.
1: Okay, it's very hot. Let me just let me just let you know. Lagos is very hot. Like, it's hot like crazy. <laughs> that crazy hot. Yeah, the only
2: difference is but, the humidity, that's all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's really hot yeah. here. But, yeah, I was going to say this. Congratulations on your awards, the Giyama.
2: Oh, thank you very much.
1: I'm not going to ask you how it feels because I'm sure you're so used to winning so many awards that right now it's starting to feel old.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and also with the fact that you've known me for not less than 10 years.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. That yeah, that was a part that was a part you skipped out when you were introducing me to say oh, Jess and yeah. I have been friends for over 10 years. You left and, out that part. You
1: know what? I was gonna say I was gonna talk about that some you know, at some point in the show because it just dawned on me that you know what, it's gonna be ten years you've been in this industry, really. And you're one of the first people, you know, who encouraged me, um oh you know, I'm gonna talk about those things at some point in the show.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I'm what, not gonna preempt you.
1: You're not gonna, you, We're going to get there, we're going to get there, you know, but, you know, just before we get into, you know, um, some real conversation, for the sake of those who are listening from around the world, and some of who may not have had the privilege to, you know, stumble on your work or your person, um, who would you say Jeta Mata is? Now, a lot of people probably have... You an idea of who they think you are the medium i have an idea of who they think you are, but this is an opportunity for Jetta to say to describe to say who Jetta really is. who would you how would you describe yourself
2: okay I hope I don't spoil it for you, but I'll try my best <laughs> <laughs> to describe who i am okay great so um i'm um, i'm kind of like dark. i'm um, actually african i'm um i'm actually over sixty it's um six and um have a good smile and I'm a nice guy okay <laughs> okay that doesn't really sound. last time, time we checked okay, okay let's put it this way um i come from a family of entertainers my grandfather was um an actor writer and director and um mm-hmm. my father also the same and all his brothers and sisters, they all studied theater arts in the university. And I found myself studying theater arts also and um, came out as an actor, although I majored in directing. But um, after I left um, the university, the first thing I did was to produce a film, which I starred in. I tried acting a couple of times and suddenly realized, uh uh-uh, this is not for me. I just belong... Behind the camera, it was it was really difficult trying to act and and direct at the same time. So I stuck with directing, and um, I made my first film. I'd say 20 years ago. Oh my God, I'm old. Okay, so I I made yeah. I I know, I know. I made my first film 20 years ago. You know, I was 21. I was the youngest of all the producers and directors at that time. Um, Didn't last so long (laughs) though. So, um, and then, at some point, I decided to take it a step further. um, my wife mm-hmm. at that time, and I decided to move over to California and um try to make films that would extend the reach of the messages i I try to portray in my in my works of art.
1: And now oh, I find myself
2: in California. Although I'm almost always home in Nigeria. I was in Nigeria about
1: really what
2: the, ten times last year. I was in Nigeria. What's really? And I never to you at one point. Yeah, but on Facebook at least on Facebook at one point I was like, Hey Alex, I'm in Nigeria. Sir. And you're like, yay. Really? So that was it. <laughs> okay, good. So, I didn't know yeah.
1: that. Can you imagine? Oh, oh God! Okay, you no, know, I'm waiting at the airport. When next I hear that, just is got, like, I'm like,
2: what? So, no, no, no. You you, you, know, you, you uh, should. You you should. I was doing this. <laughs> I was doing this thing with the U.S. State Department and um, okay. U.S. Embassy in um in Nigeria. Um, mm. st- stakeholder democracy network and the uh, Niger Legacy uh, Board, where we um. We went into parts of the Niger Delta and picked people up, taught them how to make films, gave them money and equipment, and asked them to go make films to show that we can solve our problems without resorting to violence. So all of last Uh. year, I was doing two seasons of that because it became like a reality TV show and we trained 21 people and empowered them to become filmmakers who advocate for the right things. Who send out the right mm-hmm. messages? So yeah, so ten times in Nigeria last year alone. Now that is a lot of traveling.
1: Yes, that's a lot of traveling. Um, okay, I was going to ask you this though. You know, just thinking. You know, listening to the story. Growing up, I I know that you came. You know, from a family of filmmakers and all of that. Um, Considering your background, who exactly were your like your early or earlier influences? you know, in, in the business
2: growing up. Okay. You know, sometimes I feel comfortable talking with someone like you. You know why? why? Because your father is Tony Okoroji, right? So you know what it's like to grow up. You know what it's like to grow up under someone's shadow, right? Good. So yes. it feels comfortable talking with you because you get it. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay, so um, okay. let's say my grandfather... My father was young when he had me, so I had to go. I had to um, my 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 early years, more like early years. The first seven years of my life, I lived with my grandparents, and um, my grandfather, being that man who um, who advocated for so much in Africa at that time, when he was in the universities in the fifties, he was the head of the students' union um, um, government and. Um, in fact, during the war in Congo, my grandfather was one of the people who left Nigeria to go on radio in Congo to talk to the people about suing for peace. He was all over the world. And it was actually in California at the time. He got he got the key to San Francisco in 1957 when the film he oh, co-wrote wow. and starred in, premiered at the San Francisco Film Festival. So I grew up seeing the films that he made, the messages he poured oh. out, you know, he was always mm-hmm. traveling to this university or that university to talk to people about how we should mm-hmm. be as one and all that. So he was my idol. He was the man I wanted to be like. He and the first script I wrote when I was um the first script I wrote while I was doing um Boppers, was a TV show I was doing when I was you know like I was like
0: 16. Mm-hmm. And,
2: um, up aboard yeah, on Clapo yeah, Clap TV. <laughs> yes, you remember. Good. So um uh, I, I, I formed like um like 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 a segment of the show where we did a bit of drama and um talked about the issues and the drama. We called it TV Theatre and um uh-huh. the crazy guys in Clap then allowed me to direct that uh-huh. piece of drama which is about fifteen minutes, which is crazy. So the first script I wrote or tried writing, my grandfather wrote like 80% of it with me. So he influenced the first thing I ever did. So he, I'd say, has been the hero. Now, of course, I'm going to go to my father. My father was about the most popular actor in Nigeria from the late 80s into early 90s, and um, Mm -hmm. that had a strong influence, and he also was my lecturer when I was at the university. And then, Fred, my father's younger brother, and Ruke, I was like an apprentice of years in the early 90s. I was always on the set, learning one thing or the other. So um, if my grandfather is that hero, I'd say my father, Ruke, and Fred were the major influencers for me.
1: Wow. Wow. Oh wow, okay. And you know, it, it, and it kind of makes a lot of sense. And I think they probably not just influenced you; they probably influenced quite a lot of people as well. You know, I mean, um, a lot of us grew, grew up, you know, watching them on TV and television and thinking, oh, you know what? You know, I want to be like this, I want to be like that, or I can't wait for the day I'm going to be acting alongside this person or you know, that person. So definitely, they're probably just wearing like your um, mentors to your influence, even though indirectly to a lot of other people like me. So let me ask you this. I and growing up and you just explaining how your grandfather's uh um legacy, basically you lifting up your grandfather's legacy, so to speak, or being influenced by that, still some people would probably have fallen up the wave and decide, you know what, um the times are different. People have short attention span. I don't really want to do anything that's creatively very challenging. I just want to do what, you know, is marketable, or what is easy. Um, I just shoot whatever they can, right? But you still have – or, or some people kind of mix and match, right? So you're not really sure what their style is. But for you, you kind of have like a pretty um, – I think you have like a pretty of your style in terms of, you know, your storytelling, in terms of what you're doing with your films. Um, so I was going to ask, why exactly – did you decide? Now coming back, coming coming forward, you know, a couple of years. Why did you? Why did you decide? This is the kind of movies that I will make. Only this kind of movies that I would make. Okay, so i will answer. i answer the question
2: in, in in two batches. Let me put it out. with First okay. of all, I didn't. My father didn't want me to go into the arts because at that time, mm-hmm. at that time, it was no one made money. My father didn't make money. He he. Got so. Popular and he'd walk down the streets and people would mob him. But yeah, he was just mm-hmm. a simple lecturer in a university. While wow.
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and the kind of school I went to, I went to, I went to um, a high school where we had, mm-hmm. you know, like children of the generals and even
0: the head of state
2: at that time and all that. And
0: mm-hmm. and
2: when they'd come visiting, the entire entire school would go crazy. Then my father would come visiting and the entire school would go mad. You know, but he saw that as a waste of time, and he didn't want me to to do what he was doing. So he schooled me in sciences. I was a science student up until the day I filled the papers for my secondary school exams. That is crazy. I was a science student. I was I was chemistry and physics. I was teaching on that. Yeah, I know. It, it's so. It's, it's very similar to my story. It's study, so hard. So. Like, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about this a long time ago. I know. It's 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 mad that it was that like I tell people the first 20 elements of uh, in in chemistry then and I could recite I them without without yeah hydrogen here lithium, beryllium, boron carbon nitrogen <laughs> oxygen fluorine neon I was that good I was that good Although that was the most stubborn boy around well, I was that good but why I was going to feel, in, I looked at chemistry, and I was like, nah, I'm going to do literature. Maybe there was a rebellion mm-hmm. in me, or maybe it was some ultimate guidance from from God of the universe, telling me you that yeah. you're going to go this way. And I just went that way. And my father was crazy about it. He was mad. <laughs> and one person, one person who said, you can do it. Is my grandfather. My grandfather said, you can do it, but you have to start from the scratch. I was like, yes, I need to start all the literature books. I need to read the Bible from the beginning to the end so I can pass Bible knowledge. You know, I I, I need to do commerce. I need to do this and that. And my grandfather said, you can. He brought out all the books. Of course, my grandfather did theater arts, and started schooling me. And in a couple of months, I had done all those things, and he made it very clear to me, because it's not just about telling stories, but it's about telling mm. stories that would show mm. the positive nature mm. of life. Telling stories that even after you're gone, it still would have affected a couple of people. And that, yeah. that stuck in my head and going with all the films that he had done, I knew I just had to tell only stories that could change. Although, I, you know, I like, I'm, obviously, I'm sure you know, I um I, I, I made Alien mm-hmm. Attack. <laughs> I made a science fiction <laughs> film in 1997. Now, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Science fiction. At the time, no one cared about science fiction. I was going around Lagos. Trying to convince all the albinos that I know that hey come on, <laughs> come on, uh, come on, play an alien for me. I, I don't worry, I'll, I'll mix you up. I I was practically driving the streets of Lagos looking for any one of them I could use. And like um, you saw on Facebook that um, uh, Ogoli put I um yeah <laughs> I used I used um plastics to design my my spaceship. You know I oh I shot it a blue screen and struggled to make it fly. You know. Things like I did that, but I wanted to talk more about. I still wanted to educate because at that time a lot of us didn't care a lot about the moon and the stars. You were well, Africans; they just tell us about um, heaven and, and hell and God and yeah. Satan, and and they miss a few points. They forget to tell us how certain things happen, how certain things are made, and that's one reason we didn't catch up as much as we should have with the West. So I saw it as an opportunity to talk about the speed of light in you know, hundred and eighty six thousand mm. miles per second. Talk so, talk about the closest planet, the farthest planet. Like like what the uh. universe really is. Like like Earth is just uh. a tiny grain of sand in an entire beach. Uh. You know, I felt uh. a need to do that and that was a, that was my biggest failure as a filmmaker. All all the copies that were bought were returned. People laughed yeah. at me in fact. Oh my Julius God. Julius and Co. Oh, Julius Agu, I'll never forget one of the, his comedy shows. As soon as he saw me, he, he was so happy. Oh, Jetta Amata is here. He did a film. And then children fight about it. That when you want to abuse a child, you say, Go and watch Jetta Amata's an attack. And the entire crowd will <laughs> laugh. And I sitting down there, who lost all the money I put into that film, would just. Just look at all of them and go, don't worry, someday. In fact, I had a physical fight with Julius about it someday. Like, I mean physical. I win it. I really attacked Julius. I I really did. We, We had a physical fight because of it. That's how bad it was in trying to send the kind of messages I was trying to do. But after that, I slowed down and said, don't worry, I'll get back to this. But the fight Julius and I have just had shouldn't have happened. What kind of a person would I be if... People say things about me like this, and I resort to
0: yeah. to
2: violence and all that. So I
0: had to go
2: back to the drawing board, listen to my grandfather's words again. He had passed at that time, and then got back on track to start doing and saying the right things through film, using film as a means of subversion.
0: Oh.
1: Okay, Jessica, you know what? How about we take a quick commercial break? Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Just stay there. Talk with Alex Okoroji. The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji From timid girl to confident woman It will make you laugh It will make you cry It will make you curse. But most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones Log on to www.alexokoroji.net To reserve your copy And win two VIP tickets to the book tour And match And if you're just tuning in, this is the Naked Talk with Alex Okerzi. And yes, just before we went on the commercial break, I was chatting with my girlfriend, Jetta Amata, and oh my God, Jetta has stories for days, like absolutely, absolutely crazy stories for days. Um, but um, if you're listening in and you want to call in, don't forget this show is interactive. You can pick up your phone and call. The number to call is plus one. 215-383-3766. Um, if you're dialing from outside the U.S., uh, you have to plus 1-215-383-3766. If you're calling from the United States, make sure you call as a local number, 215-383-3766. And, of course, you can call in via Skype for free. Make sure you click on the Skype button just ahead um, of your player, your live player. Or you can send in a message. You can get into the chat room and drop a message in the chat room, or send me a message. Tweet at me. Tweet at Alex Akuruji and you can CC Jetta um, at Jetta Mata, and of course, um, your tweets will be read um, live here on the show. So, um, hi Jetta. Hey Alex. Hi, we're back. <laughs> okay, I was yeah. going to ask you this: um, what What would you say? What are currently like the main challenges, right? I mean, because a lot of people see all of those, they see these great movies that you uh, you make, right? But what would you say are currently the main challenges of making this kinds of advocacy films? I mean, I mean, some people might say that they're not uh, marketable or commercially viable. I don't know, you know, for some people, some people will argue about that. It's one of the reasons why they don't want to make them. But what would you say are the you know are the challenges that you experience to make the kind of films that you make?
2: Well. We're in a world right now where people would rather just take things as they see it, and um, people lately it's been difficult trying to get people to to give um, a lot of thought to to um, provoking issues. So mm-hmm. getting funding for an amazing message is, mm-hmm. isn't exactly what people want want to see. And um, uh-huh. lately, the, the 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 press, the press have um they made it slightly even more difficult because the the news is now like a soap opera for the for the last week, everything on TV, and um and and God, God rest your soul uh, has been about the the people who died in in Paris.
1: And it, yeah.
2: Yeah, of course, and um, which is a really sad thing. And as and as and, and we know that um, back home in Nigeria, it's just so it's just as bad. Enough in northern Nigeria, people are killed mm-hmm. every day. In since every Boko day. Haram really went in, this have killed almost seven thousand. It was reported recently that Boko Haram, that that group in Nigeria, is about the most deadly. Is the most deadly deadly terrorist organization in the world. I remember in January when thousands were killed in a particular village it, people were trying to hear about it, but then there was the um, there was the killing of the journalists in in Paris, and that was a soap opera for the entire couple of weeks sorry
1: sorry 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 to just uh cut you just a little bit um I see people dialed into the show um if you wanna. If you want to speak, if you want to join the conversation, make sure to use your hand raising effect. Press one so we know that you want to speak, um, that you're not just listening. Make sure you press one so we know that you're not just listening, you want to speak. And then, of course, we get you into the show. Okay, sorry, we have a caller. Hold on just one second. Uh, Let's see. Hello. Good evening. Jada! I know that
2: voice. Who's that? (laughs) Jada! Don't tell me that's Johnny. Is <laughs> like a to surprise you. Yeah, my name is John Njama. Johnny.
0: Johnny! Oh my god, this is great.
2: <laughs> I I could like only one person yells my name like that. I was like, no, that has to be Johnny. <laughs>
0: Johnny, had <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: start start your story all over again. The story is not complete. I did <laughs> not hear my name, bro. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I will quickly go back immediately. So, so while I was doing teeny boppers, and Johnny was the most famous child star in Nigeria on Checkmate, we met and became best of friends, and then we started doing teeny boppers together.
1: <laughs> okay, and guys. Hi, Johnny.
0: Hi, Johnny.
1: Hey, Alex, how are you doing, Hi, out? Good. I'm good. You know what? Okay, I do you remember at the beginning of this conversation I said you reminded me of someone? You you sound so alike. Oh, were you talking about Johnny? You both sound so I don't know. It's unkind. Please, of I all, need whoever we, is we listening right together. now to call in and tell me if I'm saying what? We grew up together. Like I said, we. We wrote scripts together.
2: We even did music together. We, we 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 almost came we, we up up with an album. <laughs> we used to we used to, we made a video of us dancing. and Empress was a little girl. Empress would look at us and I'm telling us, you guys are gonna be great. <laughs> so yes, maybe that's what we sound alike.
0: Johnny. And, yes,
2: we're, we're going to hijack Alex's show if we don't take time. We're not. Let's calm down. No, but, but I mean no, no, it's no, an amazing no, no. reunion. <laughs> It's an amazing, it's it is. An amazing reunion. You, you know, Johnny, remember those days when we we're the only like kids in the entertainment industry. It was, it was like I'm telling you, you like Patrick, L- Loretta, like Patrick. Then okay, Jude was slightly it older was, than us. Well, fine, that was Jude. But then there yeah. was a time it was just it was just us with are kids. It was uh, and the so
0: best we, part we of people we all
2: went back to school. school when, <laughs> working things out, and okay, it, was, it was crazy, is, and I think, really I think that, I kinda that's from the... Voices are part. Okay, whenever I want to speak, I would say, I would say Jay. Oh, damn, Johnny is a J Jay, too.
0: <laughs> I'm Jay, Jay.
2: <laughs> okay, Alex, we can help you there. We can help you there. You have to... Oh, my to God. You yes, have All right, Alex, I'm <laughs> J 1, he's J 2, okay?
0: Okay, who's J 1 and who's J 2? Please help me. I, I am J
2: 1, Jessa is J 2. Johnny, we've got we've okay. been through this before. We've we've had this argument about being one and two. Try and remember.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. I remember I'm really one and you remember
2: two, Johnny. Remember that.
0: <laughs> you know, you know always come up okay, on one, John. so like yeah, I know.
1: John. John. <laughs> yes, so, Alex. Okay, John. Just before just before you got on the show, you know, I was talking to Jessica about you know um, advocacy through you know the eye of the lens and you know just making movies or making films that kind of um, speak for other people and empower other people and tell yeah. the stories of other people. And, I mean, we know that in the industry, right, not a lot of filmmakers want to tell those kind of stories or do those kind of films. You know, what would you, what, do you have something to say about that?
2: Yeah, uh, Alex, the good thing about our generation of filmmakers is the fact that we're not scared to tell our stories. I mean, look at the Western world. Look at America. Look at Europe. Um, they tell their stories, mm-hmm. and we buy into their stories. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we are storytellers. You understand? Remember mm-hmm. the, the the good old days when um, we we'll go under the tree in the moonlight, and uh, our forefathers will tell us stories. And we have stories mm-hmm. in Africa, and it's so it's so sad that we don't tell our stories. We're all Westernized, mm-hmm. you know. We're all telling the stories of the Americans and, and all of that, and which is not our culture. So for us i'm proud of, of some of my colleagues especially my generation who are beginning to tell our stories we are what what we are dramatic people we are we' very empathic we are very um what's the word again we are very um well storytellers basically so I, I think that's that's one thing we got going for us you know we are not afraid to tell our stories people say um sponsorships are hard and all of that and um <laughs> give me that good story and I, and I'll sponsor oh, it. Don't don't give me charge. <laughs> so that that's one thing I, I want to <laughs> add to to all that uh, Jetta well, said. Jetta. We we good are better than
0: talent. Let's tell our story. Good job. Okay,
1: so, uh, sorry guys. It. I see more people dialed into the show. If you want to join this conversation, don't forget you have to use your hand raising effect. Press one. Make sure you press one so I know you want to say something. but you're not just listening. That you actually want to talk to Jetta. Or John or J one, J two, sorry, J Zero, J E I'm not really sure, but you
2: should <laughs> find we 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 understand you we've <laughs> problems
1: with girls like that. Are you wanting to, to me? This is Colin. This is a naked talk and it's unscripted. You know, so anything happens on this show is crazy. Look look at just what happened. They took over Alec, the show. are you
2: sure uh, are you sure you want John and I to just talk the way we like? Are you sure?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: no, Alex, don't do
2: don't, don't answer that. That's a trick question. Don't answer that, Alex. No, come on, Charlie. Me, oh me. I
0: mean, I have to deal with both no, of you. Like, Alex, I need to
2: I need to oh. say something quickly, right? I need to say something quickly, and I I, I left okay. it out at the beginning.
1: Okay. Okay. Hello, Jetta Can you? Do no, I I can't. What did you say?
2: I said, apart from the people who inspired me, my grandfather, my father, family members, mm-hmm. I must tell you this, mm-hmm. right? John mm-hmm. N'Jama. John N'Jama mm-hmm. was a hero to every young boy of our generation. He was that one actor on TV. He was that child actor that we all wanted to be like. Apart from Checkmate, Johnny used to do this mm-hmm. show on TV. I, yeah, I laughed at him a lot about that. He used to do this show on TV... <laughs> Where um, Johnny, I can't remember the name, but you know, you you used to wear those shorts and you know, just remind new, me. New how, New Don Club. Yeah, the New Dunk Club. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, it was watching Johnny on TV at that time doing something was also a major inspiration for me. So the first day I met Johnny after I started at that night in and we met and we became uh, best of friends. I was actually a hero of mine. I would say that, and I would tell it to you, Johnny, you were a hero to every one of us at that time. Mm. All the kids at that time. We all looked up to you. Well you know that. The only time I didn't look up to you was when we had problems in the middle and there was some girl there and um <laughs> you, you know you know those problems. Oh and, um, that's great, but, yeah, but but yeah. you're still you're still a hero. So back to you Alex. I, I thought I would say that about you thank Johnny. you. Thank you.
0: Thank you very oh much. Oh my God. I'm
1: feeling <laughs> really, oh my God. That's a so sweet jet. Like, oh John please right now don't feel so special but um <laughs> oh God. Um like that I need somebody else to get on a f I call media hero um, but anyway. and so I'm gonna ask you this goes better. Uh, do you do you um what do you feel like do you feel like there's a difference between the filmmaker, the person who made um Amazing Grace, right? The Jetta yeah. who directed Amazing Grace and the yeah. Jetta now who directed Black November. Do you feel like there's a difference between you know
2: Yeah of course two, it's a well.
0: It's called age. <laughs> <laughs> it's called so many... growth. Yeah, it's called yeah. No, growth I, I, age. is it called but
1: age I, or is it called growth? Because I'm saying... Well, I'm no, 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 no. Age, age is very
2: important And growth. Goes <laughs> into age. But, but I, I would, I would say this. I was um, when I was gonna make the amazing grace. Of course, I'm still a very daring person. Like Johnny said, our generation, mm-hmm. we, we take it as as it is. We go for the bull, mm-hmm. for the horns. You know, like we. We and, and, and that's something I did. That's something I did at that time. And um, I, I also needed to mature. I also needed to mm-hmm. mature so I could reach out more, more people. But um, the heart of the guy who made Amazing Grace is still the heart of the guy who made Black November. I always knew I would do, do things. Johnny and I we talked about these things when over we kids. We talked about the kind of yeah. things we wanted to do, and the we things to we're do, doing yeah. now. We we These are things yeah. we, we talked about a lot. We'd sit down on that, beg were We were criticizing we the movies then yeah. that were coming on and they were not up to standard and all of that.
0: Exactly. And how we wish
2: we could do our own thing. Exactly. And, um, and, and we, we, we knew we would. We knew we would. We knew, and when we were friends, we hadn't even really gotten to the university yet. We knew we would get a yeah. university, university education. We knew we needed to uh, get a bit more polished we could um, send out our messages in the right way and, and we achieved just, just remember, we how, we, remember how we
0: used to speak how we used to speak
2: you're in trouble no, you, 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 you needed <laughs> to be at a certain level to talk you know
0: that, that that period with us yeah you can't just come with us and and talk no we will oh, yes, watch you definitely. down, you know. Because, de- de- you know. No, definitely.
2: De- no, de- definitely. I remember one particular incident. There was one. There was one day that crowned that, that that one one day where where I looked at myself and I was like, "What's going on?" We went for something at <laughs> Vivian Fowler. Vivian Fowler is a is, is a private um, secondary school in, in Lagos. Um, in, yeah. In, Johnny, I can't remember where we what we went for, but the entire school came out for us. And Johnny, we signed autographs we did That we, we, should. it was exciting at first. We're signing, and it was exciting. We're, we're winking at each other like, "Hey man, we're signing autographs." And we're signing, we're signing from ten to fifty to a
0: hundred to two hundred. And we start looking at each other and saying,
2: "Okay, is this what stardom is like?" <laughs> I, I'm still we, we did that at New College. <laughs> we're still the same people. I'm still the same jet that I made, The Amazing Grace. But right now, I, am, I have grown. I've been able to reach out more people. And I now have a better platform in which to send out my message. At the time of The Amazing Grace, I was still building the platform in, in which to send out messages like that. But now I can say I have a better platform and more people, more people would listen to me when I say something. That, is, okay, that is about the energy. Okay,
1: strength. you know what, Jetta? You yeah. know what? How about we take a quick musical break? I mean, you guys, when I first came in, I was feeling so a little, now I'm feeling a little bit energy. You know, there's just too much energy right now in the room between you, John. like oh I'm feeling like I'm getting a All the uh, energy. Alex, we're, we're, <laughs> actually, we're
2: actually calm. This is not energy. We're actually calm is because of your
0: You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? What? <laughs> Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, you know what? We're taking a quick musical break. This is like we do by Peter Kelly. Peter Kelly was a guest on this show in September. Um, yeah. Were we just
0: victims of right place and time? Or were we written in the stars? Was your mission to invade my mind The mind to catch you like a blessing in a jar The universe has reasons and a plan Life has lessons to be learned Sometimes love and loss go hand in hand Maybe love cannot be found but must be a got tough, and I gave up, but I guess I had it coming, my hands fell to my side, you showed up like a motherfucker, on my chin, and set me flying higher than I've ever been, and I feel like laughing in the face of Don't believe in cool. Baby, you made a believer out of me Baby, you made a believer out of me I got tough and I gave up But I guess I had it coming My hands fell to my side shut up like a my- because it's on my chin And me flying higher than I've ever been And I feel like laughing in the face of the
1: September and his new album "Don't Let Me Be Alone" is out on iTunes. Please go get an album. And yes, guys, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, some of you know some of our fantastic guests are back here on our first anniversary special coming up in December 11th. You know, I'll give you guys all the details. But yes, that was a Peter Kelly, like we do, and that was um, absolutely fun. So um, yeah, just before we went on the music break, um, I was talking to my guest Jetta Mata. And, of course, his twinny, because I don't have any other <laughs> name for him, his twinny, um, another award-winning filmmaker himself, Jam Jamma. And they've been catching on. That oh, is almost like love. Up. I don't know what kind of love it is, but, you know, they've been you know, mm-hmm. chatting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they've been chanting. Yes, what can I do for you? Yes, can I help you? Yes. This time so, guys. <laughs> So, guys, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorazi. And like I said, it's unscripted, it's uncensored, it's unfiltered, it's uncaught. We tell like it is. We have so much fun here, but we also empower, you know, ourselves with um, great interesting, authentic conversations about real issues. Okay, so um, Jeffa, just before we went on that um, break, let me ask you, how do you prepare? Like, how do you start preparing for a new project? What are the steps, and the things that you do um Daring yourself for, you know, a new... Because I always see, like, you know, your um, films not just as a movie, but as a project, like a real, you know, like an intense project with, you know, a challenging project. So what are the first things, what are the things you do to prepare for a new film?
2: Okay, first, first is to conceptualize and um, you conceptualize what you want to do and then Mm -hmm. you give it life. And of, mm-hmm. everyone knows that the most important part of um, the most important thing about making a film is getting a good story. And then, after mm-hmm. getting a good story, you have to have it scripted, either by you or someone else. Now, after oh. it gets scripted and you're satisfied with it, you start thinking about the different people that would fit into the characters. That are in your script, the people who would bring to life mm-hmm. that that those tiny written words. And mm-hmm. I, I know it, it takes me a, a lot longer time than um, than it takes the average filmmaker in Nigeria to make a film. It's um, mm-hmm. it's not because I can't make a film in seven days. I've I've done that in the past. We've done all those in in, in the past. But um, the, the older you get, the, the 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 more you realize that um. The the majority of a production is in the planning. When the planning is is very good, then the production is is smooth. So my my major preparedness, the, the major thing I do before in, in making a film is planning, planning the film, planning how you want your message to go out.
0: Yeah. And I
2: also plan on my marketing at yeah. the time I'm making it. I'm thinking, okay. I need to reach out to these people in particular and these are the kind uh-huh. of things I need to to catch the attention. Because even if you wanna yeah. send out if you want to do some positive advocacy you you need to uh-huh. also dangle certain interesting things that would that would attract the that would yeah. attract the people. So it's 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 in the conceptualization and and the thinking of how you want to put the message across that is the most uh-huh. important thing for me. The rest comes easy. The rest comes being on set and 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 directing the actors and and telling uh-huh. the the technical crew exactly how you want it to be done. Those ones can come natural. You can actually go and set without storyboarding you You can risk uh-huh. not storyboarding and just go on set and do it uh-huh. if it 's in you you can you can do that uh-huh. but most importantly. Uh-huh the right people to work with, mm. the right people who yep. will, who, who, who will de- define that piece of paper you're giving to them, both the technical wow. crew and the the, the, the the actors. That is the yeah. most important part of it, and that is why I spend most of my time.
1: Okay, John, you were uh, saying you just went. Mm, yeah, mm, my twin mm. has to Do say you want to add anything? That.
2: Support. No, I, I, I of course I agree with um, with Jetta and all of that. Planning is is very important. But um, most importantly for me is the fact that um, you need to be an authority over what you do as a producer, as a director. Most of most of the people we have now, they don't, they are not authoritative over what they do. They experiment for no reason without knowing what 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 movie making is all about, and that can be very. Um, was, was uh, retrogressive. It can be very retrogressive. Um chances are if you be stagnant, you won't grow. Oh. So like I said, you have to be on authority over what what you do. You have to uh you have to look at all areas of filmmaking, of sin making, not just as a director. Because as directors we are like painters, you know. We use tools, we use humans as tools. We use everything, we use life. we use um you need costume to paint, you know, if your image is not right, tell yourself the truth. It's not working for you. You know. A okay. lot of people hide under the fact that oh I'm I'm painting an abstract. Abstract is a mistake these <laughs> days. You, you don't just paint production and,
0: <laughs> and you say it's abstract That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so no, define you what something. you want to do ahead of time. Just so you're laughing. <laughs> you figure your I, I, need, I, need, I need I
1: need to ask you something. I need to ask you something. Um, because you know, while yeah. we got on the show, I mean, Jetta had a lot to say about you actually. Um, and so, I kind of want to know what exactly do you think about Jetta and what Jetta is doing right now. What is he's I' don't, don't you don't dare. Don't you dare again. What don't do, do, I, do, have do <laughs> I have to do? <laughs> what, what, does I dare what? I want to know. I want to know. This is, I, I'd like to know. I mean, I need he's, a question, Alex. You didn't hear the question because he was trying to get in the way. Can you imagine? I was saying that I'd like to know what you think about, you know, what Jetta is doing with his film. I mean, you've you've talked about quite a lot of people who are not doing what they should. We've talked about those in the generation vaguely, but I'd like for you to, you know, what do you think about some of the stuff that Jetta's been doing lately, the stories he's been telling?
2: All right, let me let let me say this, Um, and this is by no way of eulogizing him or by praising him or anything. But I, I saw oh, Jessica before he saw himself. Oh. Yes, I did. Wow. I saw him That's a long cool. time ago. I saw him coming this fast. And um oh. maybe he took it a little farther than I saw him, but oh. yes I did see him. <laughs> <his delight. laughs> yeah, I did see him. And um you know this is the channel he wants he wants to take and, and it's working for him and um he's he's um adding helping our generation and all of that to tell the stories from his perspective. So I it, it's a win win for him. I, I I'm looking for that thing to, to, to despise him I can't find it. I'm looking for that thing to say you're not doing it right but I can't find it. I'm looking for that thing that says, Hey, dude you know, but I still can't find it. Maybe when we sit together I I can find it but right now I, I wanna say, um Jetta keep doing what you're doing and maybe you want to come back home a little bit, you know. Let's let let tell know. you know stories from this angle. Let's be, yeah. Maybe that's that's what I'll tell him. I'll say, Jeter, come home, you know. Once in a while. Good, good point, I'm man. Come here. home. Good, good point. Good point. I'm coming, yeah, Jenny. Come home. That's I'm coming. what I was saying. <laughs> I'm
0: coming, Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I'm we could for do you a collab- <laughs> who knows. Yeah, yeah. That that, that, okay, you know,
2: that, that that's a point I take. That's a point I take seriously. I I I take I I take that I I take that I take that really seriously. Oh, for a second I was so scared. I thought you were going to talk about Taiwo, Shadi, Bola, Liz, (laughs)
0: did.
2: Oh, God. Um,
0: yeah. Oh my God! Quiet, quiet! Calm
2: down! <laughs> calm down! <please>. Calm down! <laughs> oh, Alex thinks I'm joking, so let me you know that yeah. these things are very serious. You think we think that we're, 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 we're acting
0: right now, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, we're
2: just acting. We're just acting. <laughs> no,
0: we're acting. Yeah, we're just we're acting. Yeah. No, yeah. Alex is your show. You can carry on.
1: Alex is your show. You can carry on now. Anyway, I was gonna ask you this. Look, I. I and, you know, just listening to what you're saying, especially what you do, Jetta, um, you know, looking at some of the projects that you've done, I find out that, um, I mean, I personally understand that you write, you produce, and you direct most of your works. Now, how challenging is that? Because I know that, I mean, it's not every filmmaker that, you know, can carry their those hats. And in a couple of your films, you have to write them, script them, and then produce and direct. Is it more challenging than the average um is it so much more work to do i mean technically for the and this is for the sake of those you know who are listening upcoming filmmakers who you know is it more challenging for you to write produce and you know direct yes
2: i i, I would i would say yes i i am a filmmaker so the most important thing about me is um is creating that piece of art mm. and i i would also say this um uh, yeah I I've slowed down on on producing all my films. I have also slowed down on writing. Right now mm-hmm. it it I I've, I've, I've got um I've got a team of of people who 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 come in to produce to produce with me. They come in to produce mm-hmm. with me. In most in most cases um um I write with me and all that. I've um I mm-hmm. I've come to a point where I've um limited the the amount of um the the amount of work I have to do when when it comes yeah. to making the film, I concentrate more on the directing now. I'm 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 a lot more open now to people writing scripts for me, and definitely to having producers by my side, putting things together. So mm-hmm. I just concentrate on so I concentrate on the directing. The kind of training Johnny and I have is is the kind of training where we know we want to tell the story. We think about it. We come up with a script. We work hard. Get to script out, then we start putting all the pieces together, and finally we get on set. That is the training we have, and you also know we we, we should mention here that we're, we're 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 technically trained. Also, we're not just mm-hmm. we're not just uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> or directors or all that. We we understand the workings of every camera, every camera that we've been using in Nigeria from the days of Umatics, from the days of Umatics <laughs> to Super VHS. To mini d v you know we we've learned Better these cam. things bittercam exactly you know we we learned how to operate those those things we, we, we've we've handled the boom on set we've handled sound, we know how to work editing we know how to work a computer we can we can edit anything in this world we can shoot anything in this world so we, we're, we're we're technically savvy so but that doesn't mean we 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 have to do everything, but we have to learn.
1: Everything. We have to mm-hmm. learn
2: all these things it to, is to help you know, our, our film. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, we no, we we mm-hmm. had
2: to we had to learn all those things. But like that, like I said earlier, it's it's easier now to have trusted people around you who can produce, and you can concentrate on the directing. I, as I am right now, I'll tell you, I am always in need of an amazing script. I'm always in need of a, an amazing script. And by the way, Alex, congratulations! Uh, I was talking to someone in Los Angeles um, who was expecting a script, and the person mentioned your name and said, "Oh, the script is being written by some girl in Nigeria called Alex Tukur." And I was like, "Whoa, that's my friend!" So congratulations <laughs> on that, because I know that film. I know that film was done. So I'm always in need of a brilliant. Story and a great script I'm always in need of it, so for people out there who have who have amazing ideas and amazing scripts i am I am ready to see them at any time and if they if they resonate in the right way with me i i will I will plunge in definitely
1: okay um you know just before we go, you know take another break. I was gonna ask you this though um let's talk a little bit about casting. Right, and I personally have noticed a certain, you know, a certain group or a certain, a couple, sorry, a reoccurring actors right? Um yeah. In most of your films, right, and yeah. and that's probably synonymous for quite a lot of other filmmakers as well. But you know, this is just you're the You know, I'm asking that um, some of them who are relatives. And you know what I mean, relatives, either you know, for example. Well, I, will answer, I will answer the question. For example, yeah, you for example your ex-wife or, you know, your uncle Fred, your friend, Indian, and all of that. Let me ask you this. When you're casting, I'm just wondering, what is the criteria? Um Is it a subject? What is the criteria or what is it that you're thinking when you're casting your characters or yeah,
2: your taxes for your movies. Okay. I'd say one of the first things is every director needs to have a connection with the actor because the actor mm-hmm. is actually is actually completely giving you, completely delivering to you their, mm-hmm. their creative license. They're like children mm-hmm. who just come to you and say, tell me what to do and how to do it. So you need to have a connection to do that. Now, when I met Mbong a long time ago, I he was in an audition and she was so young but so powerful and I knew there is something mm-hmm. here. And and mm-hmm. and the fact that um before we got married she she was she she was working with me and even when when we married she worked with me because I could understand her I I, I knew what to say mm-hmm. to, to her I, I remember once we're filming in the Angeles. we like we're filming like we we like. A thousand people as extras, and then as soon as as soon as the the actions was sounded by the first by the first ad, Mubong went over the top. She went over the top. As soon as and I didn't I I didn't tell him to stop, go all the way because I understand her as an actress. As soon as she finished, I walked up to her. I was smiling, and everyone thought it was the husband talking to the wife and I explained to her exactly what I wanted and she did not she used her eyes to say i get it and then i took it again after it was done my crew here came up to me and said what did you tell her and what i told them was she's my wife i understand her so to 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 cast people you need to make sure that they're, they're, malleable. they're, 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 they're malleable, they they're the that you that they can understand you and you can understand them. But even after that, okay. I use casting directors now. The, the last, okay. the last um, three films I did, even Black November, I had a casting director who came in, looked at everything, and people had to audition for it. Mbong auditioned okay. for Black November. Mbong wasn't M-bong was okay. was the first choice for Black November at first. Mbong auditioned for it. One of the producers and the casting director said, that is your girl. So it's right now. I even use casting directors. It's not just about me. Like I said, I've come to the point where, where I, I feel the need and importance for, for for taking counsel from different people, in order for me to make the right decisions on where I'm going to. So it's not just about oh they're my family and they're my friends. No. And then again, you you also actors. And Johnny will tell you that. Although Johnny is an amazing actor on set and very dedicated and disciplined. Actors Mm. come with an ego. I'm not saying directors Mm -hmm. don't come with egos, Mm. too. And so you have to to manage them right. You start working with someone Mm. um, for a few days and you know you're stuck with a person. If things start going south, you you have to look for a way Mm. to sort it out or you're going to lose your money. So you also Mm. need to go for trusted people who would make sure that the investment – someone like Captain Kosa Okumbo has put into you, you have to make sure that that investment comes back. So you cast people you trust also. There are many things that come into it, but um, having the final say as a a director, I would look at the person. Mm -hmm. If I can bend the person, we have mutual respect, Mm -hmm. and the person can understand me, then it's, it's a done
1: deal. And that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. Okay, Jekka, we're going to go for another break. Let's take another musical break. And we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is Shoutouts by Suck Crow cups Suck Cup was a guest on the show in July.
0: I try to reach the star that I once found Some people say that what you get is yours to hold But my legs are growing tired.
1: Scott Colcoff, Scott was a guest in July, yes, he was a guest on the show, American and pop rock singer, Scott Colcoff was a guest on the show in July, and I can't wait to have them back here for our first anniversary, December 11th, but I'm so, 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 so excited. Uh, yeah, so guys, if you're, you know, still tuning in, uh, wherever you're listening from around the world, this is The Naked Talk with Alex Cosy, and I think we have a caller on the line. Okay, um Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi.
3: Who's calling? Can you me? Okay. My name is Samantha. I'm, um, I'm calling from Los Angeles. Okay. And I'm hi, a huge Samantha. fan of Jessica. Hi. Nice to, oh, wow. nice to talk to you. Oh, uh, Jessica. Are you there? Hi, Jessica. Um, I'm not sure if you remember me, but I actually um, I auditioned for you in the beginning of this year.
2: Um, sorry, th- could you say that again? On? I'm sorry I didn't hear. Could you say that again? Oh, I didn't
3: hear um, um I actually, I met you earlier this year. I came in to um, audition for a project that you were working on. I didn't get the part, but um, I was uh, so struck by your professionalism. I started to follow your career. And it, um, you might remember this was near the release of Black November. Yes. So um, yes. after... I met with you, I started seeing your name pop up everywhere, like The True Hollywood Reporter, The New York Times, Um, and then I actually watched a special on CNN that was covering um, all of your work, and um, I even read on uh, IndieWire what you had to say about some of the reviews, but um, what made such an impression on me was that you're an international filmmaker coming to Hollywood and that you just seem to grab the attention of the world, like, all at once. And um, after I watched Black November and I watched something that was theatrically brilliant, I also noticed that it was such a strong message behind it. Um, some of the reviews that I read were, um, although they praised you one way or another, um, I felt like they were a little bit critical, Um how does that make you feel at the um,
2: um, Well, okay. First of all, right, I, I would say, um, uh, well, thank you for um, thank you for your words. I I really uh, appreciate it. I'm I I really I can't remember the particular audition, but um, let's just say, let, let me just put a face right now to who I'm talking to right now, just just for for the sake for now. The the most important thing is when the New York Times or the Hollywood Reporter a variety the the Washington Post, the New York Post, when they write about whatever you have done, it, it means it is it is worth being talked about. That that's the first thing. Like you said, some of it was very critical, yeah. Like in some point they say, oh, he did a good job here. This was good. Or in some places they made me feel like, oh my god. <laughs> and I will tell you this, it's like I was blamed at some point for for my actors being too animated. Some Nigerian actors being too animated. But but that is how that's how we are as Nigerians. We we are. Like I I, I, I if you were listening to the if you were listening to the show from the beginning, like I have one of my best friends that I grew up with here and and. We're animated people. We we have a lot of there's a lot of excitement in us. Nigerians we gesticulate a lot. We we do that. We <laughs> when there's something when people say so quick, everyone shouts yay. Hey! You get what I'm trying to say. Now things like that, the the, the foreigners don't understand. They don't understand that because they, they're not as animated as that. So when they see it, they 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 they, they look at something like that as being as being too much. They, they see something like that as being too much. So most of my criticisms came from from things like that where they felt that there was there was a lot of um, animation and a lot of people were talking at the same time. He's, I'm sure John, Alex, and I, while we were talking earlier, there was a particular time we were all talking at the same time, but, but we could understand each other. <laughs> it's, it's it's the Nigerian thing. And John also mentioned that while, while we were kids we could sit under a tree and our grandfather could tell us a story for two straight hours without us falling asleep. Now, um, sorry, what did you say your name was again? Samantha. Okay, Samantha. Samantha. When you were when you were a kid, was it possible for you to sit down in one position outside under a tree and listen to one man talk for two hours without you falling asleep?
3: <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: Exactly. No way. So you, good. So you see, we we're, were very robust people. We, 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 That's how we grew. So we understand it. That it's our culture. It's our culture, and 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 that's how we are. But the West, they find it difficult to 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 understand that. They they want us to to make things the way they understand, and that is not, and that is not right. That is not right. You have to. You have to be ready to understand our culture and understand us as a people before you criticize how we do things. I hope that answers your question.
3: Something that I did notice because um, there there are a lot of Africans in Hollywood um, trying to make an impression and break into the industry. Something that I have noticed in um, being surrounded by some of them is that what you're saying is exactly true. I mean. way so they talk and interact it's so lively. And had you had I had I not had the opportunity to spend time with with these people, I might not understand it as well. But going back and rewatching Black November, it makes more sense to me. Like, I, and in, and I do feel like it would have been, um, in, not authentic if you hadn't honored that. So I, I think that it actually brings more to the message to hear it from your voice, and, and then to have the opportunity to spend time with people who show you that, that it is coming from that place, that that you really are showing us how it is and where you come from. So I, I really do respect that.
2: Well, thank you very much, Samantha. I really do. Thank you. I really do. I really do. Are you still in Los Angeles? So, John, don't say anything. Are you still in LA or are you? <laughs> 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 look, look, guys. This is the naked truth, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, Samantha. Really nice talking with you,
0: and and <laughs> but, uh, and and, actually, and thank you. Uh,
3: I I to answer your question, I am still in L. A. And um, I I actually did see you with Akon in Beverly Hills, like maybe a week and a half ago. But I was too shy to come and say hi.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? Where where was? Okay, yeah. Where, where was? What what time? During the day or at night?
3: Um, it was at night time but you guys you were
2: it, having It was at the London. It was
0: at the London yes. right yes,
2: oh, yes. Great. yes. Okay, I yes, well I was, yeah, yeah, um, I know yeah. We had um we w- yeah, we had the London that evening. We went went to the Viper room saw a show, and then went to the London and talked for about an hour. Oh, you should have said hello for crying out loud. Next time please see me and just say hello. Okay.
1: Okay, well that's why I called. <laughs>
2: Oh great. Thank you. Thank you very much, I
0: really <laughs> Thank appreciate you it, so all
1: right? much, Amanda. Thank you so much for calling me into the show and for, you know, sharing your thoughts with uh, Jeff. Okay, thank
3: you. I was really nervous at first, but Jeff you're very calming, so you made me feel better.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Okay, that great.
3: that's what we do, right, Johnny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> okay, oh, thank you very god. much. Oh you're my crazy. god. I think you oh, <laughs>
3: I can see why people love to work with you. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Thank okay. you so much, Samantha. Thank you so yeah. much for calling into the show. Okay, yeah. okay Amanda, hello. Your number
0: again? Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs> Wait, who's I'll you, John? I'll send you that has to be a John. tweet. I follow
3: you on <laughs> I follow you on Twitter. Goodbye. Oh, no, you
2: follow me on John. Twitter. Good, good, good,
0: good. Yeah. Send me a tweet saying hello. <laughs>
3: okay, I will. okay,
0: I'm gonna
1: sign off now. I'm I'm too shy. <laughs> okay, <then. Bye. laughs> okay, you guys just have a habit of just making people feel, you know, oh god. But you know, that was a great you know, that was a great question that Samantha asked because again I mean, it was it was nice that you were able to address something that the international media may not understand about our own way of storytelling or, you know, the depiction of our characters or our people. So to speak. So I think it was a great um, opportunity for you to clarify some things, Jetta.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's well, it, it's it's really it's really important. I am um, even um, IndieWire. IndieWire actually yeah. asked me to 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 write um, they asked me to write a piece about it, and it's and it's titled,
4: uh,
2: it's like when 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 is um, when are we gonna do something that is too, when do we. Become too African, you get it when do we become too mm-hmm. african how How do we do it in a way that they would understand like you you watch african American films, but you actually mm-hmm. see their culture and their character in their films they are different mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. i I wonder why I wonder why sometimes the international press would expect us Africans to, to be like them. We're, we're you know the funny thing? even the African people.
1: Americans are very similar to us in a way 'cause they're very black black people are very dramatic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, but, even, but the Spanish movies as well, you know, the the Mexicans exactly, so exactly, and even exactly. the, Indian, the Bollywood, they're just pretty similar to us. In some yeah, look at, yeah. that's why
2: they don't enjoy they don't, the West, they don't enjoy Bollywood films because they mm. accept, because they expect Bollywood films because of the singing and all that, they don't expect it but a film like I'm Dog Millionaire, because they toned down on a lot of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of of it, they enjoyed it. So so to make them really enjoy what you're doing. You would need to really tone down, down I can that. on it's, who you are. It's,
0: it's
2: more like an observation. Yeah. Uh, can I add can to I that? It's more like an observation. You know, uh, we Africans, especially Nigerians, we understand the West when they speak.
0: You yes. understand. But mm-hmm. well,
2: as Africans it, it's very difficult for them to understand us, so they want us to, to slow down them. for them mm. so that they can oh, understand. Oh, oh, us. Yes. I, I, I get I, I, I used to have that problem a lot. They sometimes you, you
0: say things <laughs> you don't yeah.
2: like yeah, when I cast certain people they they don't understand them, I have to change. And that is why if you mm. see Hollywood films the African when anyone who who plays an African always has that accent of I want to go funny, and see my funny father accent. I want to go there. So that they can Igbo and, and uh, uh, Iran you know those kind of things. And we don't is like that see, and that's what they like. That that is what they've decided how we should be, they they've decided how we should sound. Hollywood has decided how Africans should be. And Nigeria especially since we have a vibrant film industry and you know no one can it's very difficult to silence us. Nigerians. So Who were still going to speak? So now is, they're hearing a different, comes. they're hearing a different kind of accent, and they're confused. I'm going, okay, so um, where are these guys from? Well, what, they, they sound different. Yeah, are, are that's asking, Exactly. That's oh, <laughs> all. Hey, you're African. I'm like in my head. I'm going,
0: what the hell? What are you talking yeah. about? You know,
2: like, <laughs> of course, I'm African. Yeah, that,
0: yeah what's wrong oh, with you oh, you, <laughs> you speak English? <laughs>
1: yeah No. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have been, okay, you guys have been a...
2: asked that
1: before. <laughs> so many times. Okay, let me tell you what. I had a guest on my show, and I was going to call before the show. And I kind of wanted to call because, okay, just so that you can hear how. And he was like, okay, that he was a bit pensive because he wasn't really sure how I was going to sound. Now, what I get all the time is, oh, my God, you sound so clear. Like, you're so crisp. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you understand how you're expecting I'm supposed to so uh, we get that a lot, but you know what? Let's you know, let's get back to our conversation. Let me ask you this, though. Um, What is your relationship? You know, what's the relationship you have with all some other filmmakers? If you still maintain, do you still have like a, um, a good relationship with other filmmakers back here at home?
2: Of course, absolutely. Like, um, yeah. like, like, if you go on my Facebook page, anytime I see any of them. Any of my colleagues, anytime I see that they've come up with, um, w- 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 with a new film, I, I-, I tweet yeah, about yeah. it. I promote it. I see the Twitter, mm-hmm. I tell people about it. I send personal messages sure. to them, whether Obi and Melony or Fulano or any mm-hmm. one of them. Like we, we, we follow ourselves on Twitter and we send direct messages. I have their numbers. They have mine. We send messages yeah, yeah. to say, "Hey man, like whenever they win awards, I I, I I send messages. Whenever I win some, they send. We're like." Yeah, I'm I'm deeply rooted. I'm like you know, I all the time I tell people I am Nollywood. I am I am one mm. of the guys back home. I'm here right now, trying to do some some stuff. But I am still a product, a complete product but of Nollywood. Nollywood. Some people say no, mm. don't call me Nollywood. Don't say I'm Nollywood. No, no, I am. If 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 we define mm. Nollywood, if we want to define Nollywood in a negative way, then people would want to dodge. But no. I would define mm-hmm. Nollywood in a positive way, which is that That's we true. have we got so important that the world decided to look at us and say, hey, there is something there, and then they gave us a name. Mm-hmm. However, the name came. Mm-hmm. So because of that, mm-hmm. I, I identify myself completely with all my brothers out there, and all my people out there, as one of them, completely.
1: Okay, let me ask you, are there any... Mm-hmm. You know, films or productions you know done by someone else that you probably see that caught your attention that you actually really like. You kind of wish you had produced. Just this is just off the top of your head, like something you just, you saw by another filmmaker, and you're like, oh wow, that's awesome. Can you no, think I remember one thing? Remember one thing as a okay.
2: filmmaker, you as a okay, as a director.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The most important thing about you as a director is your perspective. Mm-hmm. Is your perspective. Okay. Now, I can see mm. something differently from the way John would see it. John, because it. John okay. and I have had, sure. in the past, we've had, like, maybe a four, five-hour argument on how we thought something should go <laughs> or not go. You, you get it? Tell so, me about that. So, I know how that John no. can not <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, but that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean. Their, their perspective is wrong. They just see it from a different okay. point of view. The they interpret view. it in a different way. So I'm not going to well. tell you I've seen any of the films that these people have that people have done, and they and they say, oh no, uh, they should have done it better or it's bad or whatever. No, well. I would only have praises for what our people are doing. I would only have praises for what our people are doing. Some people will grow and get better. Some people will fall along the way like along the way, and start doing mm-hmm. other things. You know, mm-hmm. different people will come and go, however, but I would only have mm-hmm. praises for all the filmmakers out there, all the producers, be it MME song, be it AY. You know, I'm not going to call and he's on the phone, right, he's my, he's my brother. He's, um, he, he's like, let me make him come to like John's younger brother. Now, that's an amazing director there's so it's many people amazing. out there. Obi mm-hmm. and Melonier, Kulea Fonayo, you know, there's like, even of but, you know, there are people I haven't met, like, but, but I've seen mm. their trailers, I've seen some of their films, and I've gone, wow, these people are doing, mm. doing, um, 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 fantastic. Robert Peters. You, 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 you get mm. it? There's a whole lot, John Uche, there's a whole lot of people. Pascal Atuma, there's a whole lot of people out there who are doing amazing things. Our Ed Bon Kulea um, uh, and tunde kelani you you you, you, yeah, you, you yeah. understand that there's so many people out there doing doing amazing stuff e zero and all that and I can only be feel with the praises for whatever they do. Whatever however they do. I can only be feel with praises
1: for them. This conversation this conversation came off the back um of uh, um a tweet that someone actually made, um a filmmaker, I don't know you if you know Mildred, of course of course you know Mildred. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know, she did she did say that, you know, filmmakers, you know, you can actually use your um your your movies, you know, to you know, to empower and educate and this. And she did pass it to me and I was like, this is something I've been saying for so long. You know, why can't people tell more stories that you know would educate or teach people, let For example, I mean, even though I'm a Nigerian, right? And there's so many of us who live here, maybe in the West, the in Lagos, You know, we don't really, we don't really know the story of those, you know, in the Niger Delta and the things that they are going through. The same way, uh, the people who are fighting for Biafra probably know what their story is. Do you understand? And I'm not trying to educate people from other public because we come from a country that is multi-ethnic, you know, with different, and everybody has a story. So sometimes it's okay for us to, When I mean, the first time I saw Shongu, do you understand, and just being informed about what Shongu, you know, and how that, that that god or that power, whatever it is. So I think it's always nice for uh, filmmakers to be able to tell us so that even the ones coming after us, you know, can still be connected to their roots and have, you know, a bit of information about their, you know the community and the country and all of that. Um, yeah. But um, let me ask you this though: What do you, what what do you personally consider to be the incisive moment in your own artistic career? Okay.
2: Now, I would have gone back to Alien Attack, like Johnny knows very much, mm-hmm. and um, it, it wasn't easy trying to make that sci-fi film, but I say... Mm-hmm. Some major hike in my career I was after making um, Black November and doing a screening of Black November in um, at the Library of Congress in DC mm-hmm. with um, some congressmen mm-hmm. in there. And then, after mm-hmm. watching the film, they gave speeches and talked about doing a resolution mm-hmm. on the Niger Delta. And the resolution was done within a couple of months. And I got invited. Wow. I got invited to DC a couple of times to address them and talk to them about the situation. That oh. that was so important. Now afterwards I went over to Haiti and I was doing some work and then and I I got a chance to um to meet with the president there and he 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 and I talked for, for, for a long while and he saw my films oh. and and decided at that point to make me a good ambassador to Haiti because of the, the 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 passion in which I tell my stories and in which I mm. I, I put whatever is in my head out there, so I'd say I'd, I'd say just being an entertainer being a storyteller, and then having mm-hmm. such important people in the world identify with mm. you as not just an entertainer, mm. but as someone passing out the right message. It would be the most exciting thing that can happen to to, to, to everyone. And I'm just going to cut you back mm-hmm. a bit. Not all filmmakers, not all of us, we, we can't all tell the same kind of stories.
1: We, true. Can't all Very
2: true. Tell the, we can't all send the same kind of messages. Some people are going to make mm-hmm. films so people can just watch, laugh, and just laugh. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to make mm-hmm. films that will scare the hell out of people and just and just walk past. Mm-hmm. You know, the are different, <laughs> different people who would make different films. So mm-hmm. we can't all channel the same path. If I inspire mm-hmm. people and they want to go my path, yes. But Mildred would inspire mm-hmm. a lot of people. She's another award-winning filmmaker. So, and, Very uh, true. And, 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 and she's a female who who's done a lot. And she would, mm-hmm. she would inspire a lot of people to go that way. Robert Tinker's Will... Several people will. Um um Susan who is in, who is now a politician mm-hmm. and like with most of his films, he would still do the same thing in in in, in inspiring people in, in their own little True. way and people who chat their Wait. their direction. So we can't all do it the same the same way. Wait. We all have different yeah. backgrounds and different upbringings so it depends on how it how it affected us that we will we will bring it out to people.
1: I agree. I agree. And I like what you said about, I actually like what you said that, because which is why, you know, I said that, you know, there's nothing wrong if you're just making movies for, you know, entertainment level. But of course, you, you have to recognize those people who are trying to do a little bit more and, you know, give a platform, not just pass the message, but be able to speak for some people who will never have the opportunity, who never have, you know, who don't have the opportunity and may never have the opportunity to be able to tell their own stories or seek the help that they, you know, that they need. So I think you're doing amazing stuff, by the way. Um, Okay, just before, you know, we still have a couple of but just before we go, um, let me ask you, um, what would you say, um, how important is filmmaking to nation-building? Do you feel like filmmaking is important to nation-building?
2: Okay. This is an obvious answer, and the answer is yes. (laughs) The reason... The reason the United States of America is so popular, the reason they're so great, is because of the kind of stories they've been, they've been forcing down our throats since we were kids through film and music. Imagine all the films we saw when we were kids. Imagine the things we saw that all oh, the U.S. could do. Imagine the first time we saw a film and there was like video conferencing. We're like, wow. The Americans are doing this. So America has always always sent out messages, no matter what the message has been. They've always sent okay. out messages through film. And it has also become viable that the kind of money filmmaking brings to a nation is very high. Like, as of
0: last year,
2: Nigeria overtook South Africa in becoming Africa's largest economy. And there were two reasons. Mm-hmm. The one was our oil, because we're static. We, at that point, we exporting more oil. And the second was Nollywood. The reason you, John, and I are talking like this right now is because of the mm-hmm. industry we've worked in. And it has made a lot of us have jobs. A long time ago, going to study theater was like a taboo to many parents. My father didn't even want me to study theater. But right now... It's so difficult to get into a theater arts department. It's like wanting to go study medicine. So you can imagine because of <laughs> exactly. how viable, how viable the, mm-hmm. the business has, has been. Nollywood employs thousands of people. So it is very important in nation building to send out positive messages about ourselves and also use it to affect our economy in a positive way. So, yes, it's very, very important.
1: Okay, Jepha. Okay, we'll just take another, our last break. We'll take another musical break, and we'll be back. Uh, This is Leaving Like We Do by Romeo Crow. Romeo Crow was a a guest on the show in June, I think. (laughs) Yeah, in June. Um, So, yeah, that's Leaving Like We Do. So, we'll be back.
0: I've been worrying about you You don't seem to fetch
1: rock singer uh, Romeo Crow and Romeo Crow was a guest on the show in June and yeah I can't wait for Ben to get back for our first anniversary celebration if you're just tuning in if you've been listening uh, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Corzini yes, I'm broadcasting live all the way from Lagos Nigeria the head of Africa yes to the world and uh, you know you guys have been sending me messages um I've been seeing some of your messages um Thank you so much for them. A lot of people um Jessica hi you there.
0: Yeah. A lot of
1: people have, you know, been sending me messages about how proud they are about you and all the things that you're doing. Um, you know, I was actually gonna read something off what Imal had posted on in fact there's just so many messages I don't know where to start because I just have a feeling that some people are gonna feel very angry with me that um <laughs> I didn't read all their messages. Maybe I should, you know, send them you know, just compile them and send them to you directly or something, so that um, you know you can respond to them. But I mean, the basic, basic of it is that a lot of people are saying they're very, very proud of what you're doing um, as a filmmaker and how you're making the country very proud. And you know, you know, they're you know they're proud to have you as you know one of the sons of Nollywood. Let's put it that way. Um, so um, you know, just before we go, this has been a long show, right? I hope you've been having some fun.
2: Of course, when I when you're there, man, there's
1: Johnny. Was a, what <laughs> what <would you> <laughs> hey Johnny, you're
0: back. This is the best interview ever. Back. The
2: best interview ever. It's like one of the interviews, Johnny, <laughs> the kind of interviews Johnny and I used to do when we were kids. <laughs> this is great. I was still the
0: show, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys still the show. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm used to it. Ah, that's how John bullies. John bullies. Just okay. I'm not gonna say just have the book, but I will tell you guys about <laughs> it. And I think it's so
0: weird. Alexandra, also is different. also <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, you know, what, you people around I, I want to hear your story, both of
1: you. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't have stories. Johnny, why you laughing? He, he said his own no story is different. He <laughs> said we have a story. John, why went, you Oh, God. Okay, I thought... Sorry, I thought I heard that you have
2: a different story. Or that's- sorry, my ears are probably. Maybe we have it.
1: know,
2: I know. I'm not Lisa.
1: I'm not Lisa, not Titi, not... What are all those names you call? Chief Tony is listening to this show. Chief Tony. Meanwhile... Chief, in case you are listening...
2: Alex is our good friend, very good friend though, <laughs> Chief. See, Alex is like a sister yeah. to us, Chief. In case you are
0: listening. Oh my he God! Goes. Look
1: at what you guys are doing. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, I was gonna say this. You know, both of you were mentioned in his book. Actually, not just both of you. You know, there was something you said while you were talking earlier, and you said, uh, you know, John, like you know, because I mean, just like you come, I mean, there's the Amaka family. Which is a line, you know, lineage of filmmakers, and then there's the N'Jama family, which is, you know, another group of. And I remember his first book um, uh, what's about copyright, neighboring rights, and the new Millennials. I remember And his the book, new millionaires. Yeah. both families. Yeah. yeah. Both families were mentioned in that book, just like you were mentioned in his book. I remember, and John mm. too. That's crazy. Wow. So you see, we would <laughs> like, we would like the so, likeness that your father has for us to remain
2: the way it is. So, Johnny, don't go and it to Johnny and tell him your journey.
0: Yes, I will spoil it. You guys are not going to put me in trouble. All right, you guys, <laughs> Jessa, I, I will have to run off now. Um,
2: I will call you later and we can talk to my editor. Okay, Johnny! Okay, let's do that. Jessa!
1: Thank <laughs> you okay, so much, John, for calling me. Thank you for calling me. I got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> it was nothing, man. Bye. Just yes, I don't listen too much. Anyway, we're almost, you know, we're wrapping the show for today. And this is kind of this is what I like. I really like doing, you know, this because, I mean, the whole idea of the Naked Talk is that it's naked, it's open, it's, you know, we're not, we tell it like it is, we're not, you know, hiding anything, we're transparent, you know, it's the way it is. It's scripted very, um, you know, rehashed and all of that. I mean, okay. that John was going to call and spend the whole day catching up with his brother oh, so, I mean, this is absolutely fun.
2: That that was amazing. So um but I have to I have to run I, I I'm gonna have to run in a few minutes to go pick up my daughter from school.
1: We are done. Likes, We're almost done, that's why I said she she likes Stay to pick up Sorry. by
2: me by herself so I, I love to do it whenever I have the time. Alex have I lost you? Have I lost you Alex?
0: me. I was wondering if after all these years you like to meet to go over everything. They say that time's supposed to heal you but I ain't done much healing. Hello.
1: Okay, sorry we're back. We just had um, a kind of lost. We had some technical whatever there. Okay, um, Jetta, you know, just packing words. Um, do you have any? Um, oh God, I think you're near Hello, Jetta, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, sorry, I lost you there for a moment. Okay, but you know, just last words, packing words. You know, words of advice to upcoming filmmakers who are really sure. You know what? You know what part to thread or what to do. You know, just any final words for that?
2: Uh, yeah, I'd say it's um. First of all, they're doing the right thing. That's about the most important thing. I'd say you're doing the right thing by already deciding to take this path. It's a good path. And then as you move on with time, things will get clearer. So never get discouraged about what's going on right now. Things always get clearer with time.
1: Okay, uh Jetta, I know you have just one last question and this is actually coming from someone on Twitter. Uh yeah. at Ninja Hydro and wants to know, um, he says, Can you ask what social issue or topic Jetta will conquer next and how he plans to address it?
2: Okay, um, it's um I'm I've I've let's say almost finished post production in that I the next film I've done is called Road to Redemption. It's about um it's about child marriage which is still a problem for us in in in, in 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 Africa. Um I remember meeting with the Ghanaian president a couple of weeks ago here in Los Angeles and it was the first thing he talked about. He talked about child marriage in Ghana and we know it still happens in Nigeria. And um when you have a little girl of twelve or thirteen um get pregnant and deliver a child, the uh, Chances of having a fistula is is so high. We need to save our women. I have a daughter now, so I understand how those things are. So I just um, finished a film about about that, which um which should be out in the market soon.
1: Okay, and your fans can find you. Where can they find you on social media and network? Which whether well, you're on Twitter. I know you're on Twitter as at Jessa Amaka. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, so I'm on, I'm on, okay. I'm everywhere like, at Jetamata on Twitter, Jetamata on Facebook, Jetamata on Instagram. Although I'm not too Instagram I'm, I'm savvy, mm. but I'm getting there. That's and like then me. I have a
0: <laughs> yeah. Then
2: I have um my company uh, at Jetamata Concepts uh, on Twitter too, and Jetamata Concepts on Instagram and Facebook also. So I'm and I'm easily reachable. I I respond to everyone who sends me a message. On Facebook, Twitter, yeah. or anywhere. So I'm, I I, I respond and they
1: can go to, to your people. website, your official website. You have a website. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much, Jetha, for being an absolute fantastic, amazing guest on the show. I hope I can get you back some other time, maybe when something new happens, and we can celebrate. You know you know maybe a new it's, film when maybe when Roots to redemption is out or something else but i had such yeah. an amazing time having you here at the show
2: yeah it's you alex you know you know if you call me i will jump you know
1: <laughs> you know now you know now just
2: just call us I, I, so I know days. i know i know i know thank you me. Out, you're so, you so, such I'm an amazing person still amazing yeah, what did thank you, say? you so much
1: alex i said thank you so much alex thank you you're welcome so I can let you go. Okay guys, okay. um, if you're just tuning in, uh this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Sakurji. And yes, we had such an amazing show. Um, you know, just talking to jeffa about, you know, um advocacy through the eyes, you know, of um the through the lens, sorry. <laughs> through the eyes of the lens. And, you know, we just talked about his filmmaking, his ideas, how he's able to create some of the stories, you know, do, create some of the stories that he makes. And, of course, we had, you know, people called into the show. It was nice of um, his, you know, childhood friend, John and Gemma, who's also an award-winning filmmaker here in Nigeria to call in. And, of course, Samantha, all the way from L.A., also called in, you know, to share her views and chat with him, and that was also really sweet as well. And, of course, we had great shows. I had so many messages. People sent me messages, you know, <laughs> but we had such a long conversation that, you know, to read any of the messages. But I promise you that Jenna is going to get the messages. I'm going to find a way to collect all of them and send it to him, and he will respond to everyone. Thank you so much. It's been such an amazing show. Don't forget, Ask Alex Talk Therapy is still available from Friday to Sunday. Um, just go to my booking page at my official website, um Of course, uh, my new book, The Naked Truth, Life Stripped is Out. It's simply a witty, greetie guide to the real truth about love, lies, sex, relationships, reality, and everything else with, um, in between. Um, it pretty much offers wisdom to those who are struggling to accept the truth about who they really are, what love really is. And, you know, just different aspects of their lives. Trust me, you're going to laugh. You're going to have so much fun, but you're going to learn a thing or two. No, not just a thing. You're going to learn quite a bit. You know, it's a great resource. So please go to my official website at me and click on book and, of course, download, you know, a copy of your book. Or go to Amazon.com or um, Bands & Nobles or any of your favorite online retail stores and get a copy of my book. And uh, let's see what, what's happening. My webinar, yes. um to make a challenge one o two we're getting ready for the make a challenge one o two from um how to finish what you started. We had one o one the other time, and it was from Iist to realist and I'm going to be sharing lots of resource you know tips on how to um basically finish you know just achieve results there's so many people to start something and they never finish up. You know, they always come up with excuses. You know, you always never finish anything. That. So I'm going to be sharing my tips on how I was able to reinvent myself and move away from those periods of stagnant, to actually achieving a lot of my goals. So, yes, I'm going to share those tips with you at the webinar. You can find out just go to events, go to my website, my official website, and click on my events page and, of course, RSVP for the webinar. And, of course, don't forget to check out my blog. Yes, you know, you, you, know, you have to check out my thoughts and Alexander and him. thoughts. Um, the last tips I shared. Um, I wrote a post about, um, I think a blog reader sent me a message and wanted me to write a post about... Um, a woman with vision, I do share my thoughts on that. So don't forget to send your feedback as always. I love it when you guys do, um, and, you know, I'll try as much as possible to get back to you. And, of course, if you want my, you know, expert advice, just forget it. I'm on clarity.fm, and you can call in. You can request uh, to speak with me on clarity.fm. Of course, I'll share my, my, you know, share my thoughts on your personal concerns, and we can talk about it. So, guys, until um, we come back same time next week. On the Naked Talk with Alex Accurdi, I'm so excited. I have two, another two amazing special guests on the show next week, and of course, I'm looking forward and counting down to our first year anniversary on December 11th, and I can't wait. It's going to be a whammer, trust me on that. So, okay, we'll come back same time next week on the Naked Talk with Alex Accurdi. As always, I love you. I absolutely, dare love you. Um, Ah, yeah. Don't forget, expression is a sign of strength, no weakness. It's okay to be who you really are. Don't apologize for being who you are. Um, till we talk, same time, next week. It's... Bye.